Hello. Hello. How goes it? It's going good. It's going good. Um, yeah. Had a busy weekend. Are you tired? I am. <laughs> mm. I went to York and I went to Leeds. Um, oh, you went to both? Yeah, I went to like two towns. Because Leeds is not too far from York. So I just went to York and then to Leeds and then back to Manchester. Wow. Um, which was cool. It's nice to see different cities in England. Yeah, they are nice cities. Super- hidden. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, def- I definitely want to try more. Because there's, honestly, there's so many that you always forget. England's such a big place. Yeah. There's not only like major cities you need to go to all the time. That's true. Um, how was your weekend? Yeah, it was good, thank you. Went out to eat, went to a wedding, and then... Oh, I forget one day. What did I do on Sunday? Oh, I went to brunch, yes. And then I went to BBC One Extra to watch my friend interview with, like, um, one with Richie Brave. Which was cool. So yeah, I had a nice busy weekend. I was a bit tired yesterday though. I felt it yesterday, definitely. Yeah, I definitely felt it yesterday. I'm mm. still feeling it today. Mm. <laughs> um, cool. So let's just get straight into it. Yep. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Rated Podcast. This is the podcast where we speak about things and um, music and entertainment and popular culture as well. My name is Oli Vade, and I'm Carl CNN. And today it's been a while, but we're going to bring you another hot topics. I think the last one's about like three or four weeks ago now. Yeah, it just means we've been doing like other stuff, which is good. Yeah, yeah. which is nice. But yeah, we're going to bring you hot topics. Um, it's just a rundown of everything that's been going on in the entertainment industry. And um, I think we're going to kick it off with some new music. Um, it's been a bit quiet recently for new music. Um, but there are a few on the list. We have JT No Bars. Um, I think it's Sissy Girls as well, isn't it? I mean, it's just her, but it says that on Spotify it says JT and the City Girls, I don't know why. Yeah, I was so confused when it said that. I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) It literally, I don't know why. uh, Then we have Ty Dolla Sign, who released a remix to his song Motion, featuring Chris Brown. Monica Letters um, Flo released a new EP called Three of Us, which has three songs on it, ironically. (laughs) Coco Jones also released a remix to her song ICU which as we know has been blowing up the charts and that's with Justin Timberlake so I'm not gonna lie I listened to all of them apart from Monica's one because I forgot (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah we'll kick it off with JT no bars what are your thoughts um yeah it's a cute song I feel like JT obviously in the city girls is the better rapper like you can say that obviously she's the one that had a passion for music and wanted to be a rapper anyway so yeah, the bars are cute. Um, there's a little video. I didn't watch the video because it looks like it's just one of them like low budget kind of filmed just for a purpose of having a video for the sake of the song kind of videos. Um, there's a remix with Nikki that is pending. Nikki kind of previewed it, um, so I'm waiting for that. But yeah, I like No Bars. I've listened to it a few times. Um, it's cool. Um, I think it's like an introduction to like what JT could do. I think. Just to show that she's like versatile and, and she can actually rap and has bars. Um and I think she's threw a couple of shots at Cardi B on there. Um <coughs> in reference to when I had an argument on Twitter. So yeah. But um I'm I'm waiting to see more from JT solo because I think she can has the potential to be a good like solo artist. Um as evidence from her bit on Summer Walker's X for a reason. So yeah. It's your one of one um my favourite verse of hers is on X for a reason. Mm. I think that was really, really good. But yeah, I think I'm um looking for something different as well mm-hmm. i think it's a cute song like you said it's just nothing really special it doesn't really go anywhere i don't think yeah um, not really like maybe the um 
remix with Nicky will be better. Yeah, it will definitely do better. And if it doesn't chart this week, then obviously the remix will, as all Nicky remixes do, help the song chart. So, yeah, to that. It makes sense for JT to be solo, though, because obviously he said she's the one that wants to do the music anyway. Yeah, and Carisha gives me more like um, um, personality, like TV host. Yeah. Podcast, definitely uh, kind of definitely. interviewer vibes, which I think she does very well anyway. So yeah, yeah. Um, what would you give the song out of ten? Maybe like a six, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. I'll give it like a six, six point five as well. To be fair. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think I'll rush back to it. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um, Until I hear the remix, you know, when I hear the remix, I'll be playing that every day. Yeah, definitely. You definitely would. <laughs> um, next, we have Ty Dolla Sign's new song "Motion" um, with Chris Brown. What do you think of that? Um, so I didn't listen to it today. Um, obviously, me too. Yeah, I <laughs> until you added it, and I was like, okay, um, it's all right. It just reminds me of like 2012 a little bit, like when those kind of yeah. dance songs were a thing. Um, I do like Chris Brown on the dance, kind of like housey kind of sounding beat. I think it reminds me of like everyday people and like all of them songs. So it's all right. Again, like I don't know what's happened recently with music, but I don't feel like there's a lot of replayability from certain songs and. Yeah, I get that from this song as well. Yeah, so I listened to it's, it once, and I don't know if I'll listen to it ever again. To me. Um, I've gone off Tyler Dolla Sign a bit. I used to love his music mm. um, around like 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but it's just, I think some of his songs now just sound a bit samey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we should have this conversation maybe in another episode, but I think, yeah, he definitely is better as a featured it's artist. Artists. Yeah, we, we, it's true. We haven't done our feature artists like conversation topic whatever we, i don't know how we're gonna shape it but tbc i guess yeah tbc yeah um yeah like you said the song doesn't it's not it, it does remind me of like 2012 it's just like a generic dance track basically so yeah nothing really special nothing really about it that i can say um i think i would give it i honestly think i'll give it like a five out of ten mm. um just because I don't think I would, I would listen to it again. I just think, you know, actually, it's kind of random. Like, it just kind of popped up. I didn't even know it was coming, like you said. Yeah. It was just there. Random. But... I would give it a five as well, I think. Because, yeah, I think he's got that thing, though, like, with T-Pain, that because of the auto-tune sound, everything can kind of sound a bit similar, samey-samey. Um, yeah, I agree. So it doesn't really help. Because auto-tune makes you sound one kind of way. Obviously, T-Pain was able to diversify that a bit more. So, But, yeah, I don't think Ty has had the same kind of success run. As Mr. Payne, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, um, oh, you go. Oh, I was going to talk about the Monaco song because, yeah. Um, so the Monaco song letters. Uh, yeah. Um, it's. <laughs> I don't No, I don't know like how to describe it. Like, I don't think if you listen to it, you'll just be like, oh, okay, like I'm listening to it now. And again, it's gonna be like one of those things where we just listen to it for the sake of us having a music podcast, not because it's actually a great song that we really like at this point. Um, it's nice though. It's catchy. It's like vibesy. Like it's not the R and B that obviously. Like it's like t- modern day R and B, like typical talk singing kind of like you know what you'd expect from an, an R and B artist from twenty twenty plus. So yeah, it's alright. Um, I I ever since her um, what was the album with everything to me on it? Um, you no, not your life. Um, still standing. Oh, still standing. Sorry, yeah. yeah. But, Ever since then, I think her music has just dipped in quality. Yeah. Um. I just do. I think yeah. She just releases kind of like generic R and B songs. Like there's nothing special about them. Mm-hmm. Um. Like her new life album. I like some songs on it, but most of it was really really boring. Mm. And then the album after that, Code Red. I don't think you even listened to it, but it was. Mm. 
I mean, it was okay. She had a feature of Lil Wayne, which was all right. Um, but yeah, in general, like comparing it to her like noughties and nineties stuff, like it, it's, her songs now is nothing compared to those yeah. standard of those, um, which is a shame. Which kind of it's kind of a common thing with like nineties artists. I think. I think when I don't, I don't, some of them have kind of struggled to kind of cross over into the new, like into the new realm of music. Because even Brandy's last album, B Seven, was terrible. As well. yeah. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know what it is. I think I think they should just kind of. Just, I know they want to make music and that's what they love to do and stuff. But I do think there's a point where they should be like. I think they should just kind of just live off what, like their legacy, if that makes sense, yeah. rather than just releasing new music. It's like what we said about Lil Kim last week or what yeah, it was. It's true though. I don't um, know if it's because like as you get older and then like you become in, an, in the industry more, that you don't have as much access to stuff as you normally do. So obviously, as you get more seasoned, often you like you're not as regarded as you were previously when you were on the label so obviously when she was like 20 18 19 whatever teenager she was obviously going to be put with the best producers and the current you know writers and stuff and then now she's getting a bit older she's independent she's um working with like within a budget i'm assuming so like obviously the quality is not going to be there as it was when she was younger because obviously on a label you're thrown with all these top execs and top writers and top, top producers so i don't know if it's that that's made the quality of the music sound different or not having any access to the resources she did previously. But it's the same thing with a lot of artists that, like we mentioned, are Brandy as well. Um, the quality did. Like it gets, like for some reason, after about like, <clears throat> about 16 to like 15 years, everything starts going a bit downhill. Like after they like had a couple, like 10 years plus in the industry, then the quality just starts to dip. Because I've noticed that Brandy's last album that I really liked was the uh, 211. And then I think, yeah. yeah, then after that, the music that she started releasing between 2017 and onwards, I just wasn't really feeling. So I don't know. The Monocles was like 2010, 2011. So it's just a bit like, mm. yeah. It's even the same with like um, Alicia Keys as well. Yeah. The music is just dipped in quality. And actually, like Beyonce, because Beyonce came from the 90s as well. But I guess, is that a different? I guess it's different. Yeah, but I don't know. Cause... Like, it's just, then it just comes down to what is it about Beyonce and like people like Rihanna that makes them so different and that they're able to kind of reinvent themselves each time? Is it yeah. well, their creativity alone? Because obviously these artists are creative to an extent. But then Brandy's B7, I felt like she was intentionally doing lots of like backing vocals and stacking vocals because people said they liked that about her. And I felt like that was a bit forced. And then I don't know, like Beyonce is creative in the sense that she'll try different genres and different things. And it, never, it doesn't not work for her, in my opinion. Like, Yeah, I get, yeah. So I don't know what differentiates like, them from Beyonce or like what, it, you know what I mean? So yeah. Like we said, I think we need, we should just have a tour with all the, all like the nineties R and B artists, um, and they're just singing their old stuff, and I think I'll be happy with that. They will be fighting over who will start the show and who will finish the show. And that's the only. Oh, they definitely would. Oh, that video of them fighting was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> when they were singing, they were Bradley's, yeah, they were singing because Bradley's face was. Oh, she was like something slapped her. Wow, that was. Oh. I can't even imagine performing after I just got like slapped or whatever. Literally, but... I'll be pissed. I'll be, like, you're making me go on stage and someone just punched me in my face. <laughs> Literally. Seriously. Um, that being said, what would you give it out of 10? Yeah, Monica Letters can get a 5 out of 10, I think. Um, yeah. Honestly, as you said, the people can tour on their old music and we'll be happy with that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so next we have our girls, Flo, who um, released... It's funny because I think a few episodes, a few episodes ago, we were like, oh, they should release a new EP. Um, and then, like, literally, as soon as we finished recording, I saw they released a new EP. I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> literally. 
Uh, it's called Three of Us, which is a cute name. You said you saw them like get the tattoos or something. Yeah, so they were performing or... at like wireless and like lots of festivals around a couple of weeks ago when we recorded a specific episode. I can't remember what we were talking about. And then I was like, oh, they look like they just got um, they're getting tattoos before their show, which I thought was right, quite random. And then they used the art, the um, tattoo art for the album art for the EP. So I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense now. So I couldn't make out what the tattoo was of. So I saw like a like Renee getting one, but I couldn't see what it was. And then I realized it was a three after um, I saw the clips of the performance and whatever. So yeah. It's actually a cute idea, I think. Yeah, I think so too. They are generally like, they seem like they, they are about sisterhood and they're quite united as a group. So they seem like yeah. they actually like each other. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so the EP is three songs: "Control Freak," "Change," and Three of Us." Uh, do you have a favorite? Um, good question. I think I like I like "Control Freak" and I like Three of Us." I think those are my faves. Also, they added a song, by the way, with Bella. Yeah, "Sweet Life," but I didn't yeah. listen to it. I need to listen to it. Um, um yeah, it's, it's nice, and they performed it. I think at Wireless, and they brought Bella out. Because um, they were on main stage. So that was nice. But yeah, I think I like Three of Us. I think Three of Us is my favourite. Yeah, Three of Us is a good song. That's my favourite as well. But I actually do like the whole EP. In, yeah, as a whole. it's a good EP. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. As a whole, the EP, I think I'd rate it like seven and a half mm-hmm. out of ten, maybe. Yeah, seven and a half, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're getting a strong seven up for me. I think it's a really good EP, to be honest. It just makes me really excited for what their album could be because I think because if this is strong and their last EP was strong as well, um, and they've had a few strong singles, I think the debut album will be really good. Yeah, and I think they worked um, Emanike a lot on this um, on the EP. I saw his his name on the credits, um, mm-hmm. which is good. So I think that um, what I like about his writing and production style though is that doesn't sound samey samey. So um, yeah, it doesn't. No. Yeah, he's. I think he's pretty much their man. Like I say, he's their main songwriter at this point. Like he helps them write a lot of their songs and they obviously collaborate and also write and pen and change stuff themselves. So, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't sound the same to me, though. Like, all the songs I've seen his name on don't sound the same, which I really yeah. appreciate. So there's, like... He works well with um girl groups because he wrote a few songs for Little Mix Design. All of those yeah. were good. So, yeah, I think he's he's got a, I think he's got a good lane that, and he should stay in the yeah, same. So um, um, also, I think he deserves a lot more flowers because he's written some of the biggest songs recently. Yeah, a lot of have been, like, penned by him. Yeah. I was just I just like him because he's from where we're from. Yeah, from the ends, fam. Literally. From the ends. Um, so yeah, last on our list is ICU, the remix featuring Justin Timberlake by Coco Jones. And in all honesty, I don't think it needed Justin Timberlake. Mm. But I do think he sounds good on the song. And it's nice to hear him sing R and B, go back to his R and B um phase that he went through. Um, I forgot that he was. You no, know, I totally forgot about Justin Timberlake because he's just been ghost for a minute. Um, yeah, the only time I saw him was like, a clip of him dancing, and then people were saying that he's aged because he can't dance anymore or something like that. And that was a couple. I remember ago. that. I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, he wasn't dancing bad. It just looks like he's a bit heavier than he was like. Yeah, but I mean, even Usher, like, he's a bit more stiff yeah. now. Now, what you not gonna do is come for Mister Usher Raymond. <laughs> from back, from back in his heyday, from compared to now, he's a bit stiff. But it's it's age, isn't it? So yeah, I mean, they're in their forties, so I expect them exactly to not to be, you know, yeah. Um, I see. I like the original, so I really do like the original. So I just feel like it didn't really need the remix, but I get why she did it. She needs like a big name to like boost it. Yeah, Which I think makes sense. the labels love a and a and an artist, a big artist to a song that's doing well to just give it an extra push. 
kind of thing. But I don't know if this, as you said, I don't think it's really doing as much as maybe people thought it would. would. I feel like the normal song consumes yeah. more, but it will obviously contribute to the sales of the song, so it will probably push it up in the charts. Um, which is nice for Coco. Um, I was still going to say as well, like the way that she um, advertised or promoted it was funny because she basically posted a picture of um, a, like pictures, like series of pictures on Instagram. So she posted a picture of like a lake or a stream. Obviously, that's reference to Justin Timberlake. Um, then she <laughs> also posted a picture of Mickey Mouse and Mickey Mouse Club. And Justin Timberlake was on the Mickey Mouse Club like when he was a teenager. So it was Christina Aguilera and, and um, Britney and Ryan Gosling, etc. <clears throat> and then she posted a picture like a mural of like all like the boy groups from like the nineties and two thousands. So like um Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, like Westlife, Boyzone. And then I was like, but as soon as I saw the Lake one, I just said Justin Timberlake. Like I just knew automatically. And when I saw the picture of the Mickey Mouse Club thing, I was like, Yeah, it's definitely Justin Timberlake. But yeah, I thought that was really quite creative and a clever way yeah, to it's clever. Yeah, like promote the feature. She was like guess who kind of thing. And I was like, Yeah, just different Justin. And they're both from the same part of America. But they're both from Tennessee, Memphis, Tennessee, I believe. So that's why she felt to add him on the song, kind of give it a home, you know, homegrown, southern flavor. Yeah, I love when um, artists um, like think of different ways to promote and stuff, like rather than just using the g- generic ways and, and um, yeah, because it just makes it it just makes it because across there's like they're really trying and they're really like they're it's like putting effort in. And mm-hmm. I really like that. So yeah, that was clever of, of her to do. Exactly. So um, here for it. The song itself, though, like with like we said, I just don't think it was needed, but I understand why. Uh, I think mm-hmm. I'll give it a six still. Yeah, I'll give it like a seven. I think. Um, yeah, the song generally is a good song and it's very progressive. So Justin Timberlake, I don't think he added too much, but it was a nice like little, you know, feature. I would say. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. Excuse <clears throat> me. So <clears throat> wow. We have, um, this year has been marks the 25th year of, or anniversary of Monica's The Boys Man album. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to shout that out, because you mentioned Monica earlier, actually, funny enough, because of her letter song. So, yes. Um, well, we'll just mention some of my favourite songs on the album. Do you have any songs that you, like, particularly liked from The Boys Mine album? I obviously like The Boys Mine. I just find it funny. Honestly, every time I think about it, I just find it funny that it was on both their albums. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. Um. And honest, I, I feel like people most of the time, um, like consider it a Brandy song. In my head, it was Brandy and Monica, meaning that Brandy song, not featuring, but like I just see it more as Brandy song, because I think the idea started with her. So if anything, the producers brought in Monica, but it was Dark Child, Rodney, Dark, sorry, Rodney Dark, Dark Child Jerkins who um produced it, and he was Brandy was working with him heavily on her second album, so. If the song didn't go to Monica as a feature and, and as an included duet, it would have gone to it could have gone to anybody else basically. So yeah, okay, yeah, I see that. Um, my some of my favorites would be the boy's mine. I like ring the bell. Uh, the first night, angel of mine, and cross the room, and street symphony as well. That's street symphony. Yeah. What about you? Um, or for you, I will. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, street symphony, the boy's mine, the first night, angel of mine, inside. I really like. Um, love a good ballad, I do. Um, right here waiting as well, featuring one twelve. I like that. It's a cover, but I still like. And for you, I will of course as well. So yeah, most of the album. <laughs> no, don't see the album's actually a strong album. I think it's outshone by um, After the Storm, obviously, because that's a great album. But I think the boy's mind is equally as strong. Yeah, me. I, I agree. It's, it's good. Very nineties. 
Very much so. Yeah, I think that um, obviously, as we mentioned, like with the title and the album as well, I think that Brandy would have been probably opting to choose her call her album "The Boy Is Mine" because the song started with her and the producer. So I think when Monica called her album "The Boy Is Mine," they were just like, um, "We can't both have our albums called "The Boy Is Mine." So Brandy had to call no, her. you can't never say never after one of the songs on um, her album. But I know that she probably wanted to call it "The Boy Is Mine," which would have made more sense to me yeah definitely yeah yeah buddy i can't believe it's been uh, um 25 years crazy i know it's crazy, that is so crazy. i know one of those like biggest and best selling duets of all time and mm-hmm. we also have so it's been 30 years since tony braxton's um tony braxton album are you a big tony braxton fan i don't really know if we've really spoken about it. if i'm honest with you yeah i like her so i pretty much only know her like big hits okay. so obviously like um a man enough for me. Um, what's the other one? Oh, that, that one as well. But what's the other one? Um, ah, mm. so I'm, I'm googling it because I need to get the facts straight. Um, what's that song? What's that song? What's it? Was it upbeat? Just be a man about it. Oh, just be a man about it. Okay. Yeah, I like Spanish guitar as well. Oh yeah, that's one. <laughs> I love that. Um, well, if I'm honest, I haven't really listened to her albums as a whole. Yeah, I um, haven't really. This, except for this one, I think. But the main actually, was a, singles, I think. There was um an album she released a few years ago called... There was a few songs on there that I liked. I think I listened to her album, so I'm just going to get it up. So yeah. I know was it one with Babyface? Um, I think so. Sex and Cigarettes. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, no, yeah. I loved that because I loved Long As I Live. That was my tune. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I don't think I've really listened to many of her albums as a whole. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think because of that reason I can't really, I can't say I'm like a super 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 fan. But I do like her voice and I do like most some of her songs. Uh, what about you? Have you listened to any of her albums? Yeah, I've listened to the first one. So this is like I think this is the only album I've actually listened to in, t- in the entirety. Um, and then everything else is the singles, pretty much. To be honest. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but yeah. But then I feel like she yeah. usually has a good like single run, so you can go to the Tony Braxton concert based off just knowing her singles, pretty much. Oh yeah, for sure, yeah. definitely. Yeah, um, thirty years is crazy. I know, literally like older than us kind of vibes. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to I think everyone on the internet has seen the whole drama around Kiki Palmer and her boyfriend, who I don't know the name of. <laughs> Nikki Palmer's boyfriend, as he's known as on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> um, I should probably get his name anyway. But he, so she went to an Usher concert and basically Usher serenaded her. And then there was a lot of discourse about the outfit that she was wearing because her boyfriend tweeted something about her being a mum and like look at her outfit or whatever. Mm. And then like he got backlash for that, and then he tweeted he tweeted again saying something about um how he has his standards and blah 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 and whatever and i think they unfollowed each other on socials yeah so i don't know if they reconciled or anything but what are your thoughts on like do you think there was something wrong with her outfit um personally speaking like kiki palmer is like what if she's not 30 now she's going to be i think she's 30 now she's 193 so she's a big woman just had a baby um and a baby gave her like a really nice body like a she if um her baby filled her out. Sometimes when women have babies, like their bodies can develop like a bit more because they become more curvy naturally and stuff. So her bum is more plump, her breasts are more voluptuous and she's more curvy and she's really enjoying her post 
baby body, which I think is fair enough. Um, I just think that yeah. he's a bit insecure because I feel like she's a breadwinner and because he's a man, he feels a bit away about that. And then obviously her going out and having fun with at the concert and what she's wearing. I don't know. I feel like he's he's not to say that he can't be, you know, vocal about what she's wearing and stuff. But I think that kind of conversation would be that good for them in private. The internet didn't need yep. to know that he was upset about what she was wearing. What's, what's my business? Am I going to go and flog her? I'm not her dad. So, you know? Um, yeah. I see both sides. And I don't think, for me personally, there's nothing wrong with her outfit. I think she could just wear what she wants. But I do think if your partner has a problem with it, I, what I think, where I think he went wrong was, did, why did he bring it to the internet? That should yeah. be a private discussion. It's private matter. Business. It's not our business. It's you and your, your girlfriend, your partner's business like you can talk about that behind exactly and we would never have known and that just makes me look super insecure and then mm-hmm. now it's been labeled kiki's boyfriend and i literally don't even i know his name now is darius jackson um but in my head i'm gonna forget this in five minutes and we're calling him kiki's boyfriend again so yeah yeah i think he should have thought about that and now um i don't know if they're together or what the situation is it seems like they're having issues but I think the arrangement was that he looked after their, their son and then she's like obviously working and doing whatever she's doing. But I don't know. Some people are a bit funny about being in the shadow of their women. I think it takes yeah. a lot kind of man to be like to be a team player like that to for a woman to be the one who's earning them more money and stuff. So, and he doesn't yeah. think that he's able to play that role um, happily. So, yeah. well, A lot of people are mad about her like dancing with Usher and stuff. But I was just thinking that's probably her like childhood hero or childhood like Crush even. Crush or even. So I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's not like she did anything bad. She just danced with him. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. So I just, I don't know. I feel like people try and pluck things out of nothing sometimes and just mm-hmm. like blow it up and it just makes a whole thing. I'm just like, just calm down. It Literally nothing happened. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I just think the these sort of matters should just stay off the internet. But obviously for famous people, that's never going to happen. <laughs> so yeah, true. just have to sit here and watch. You're right though. I think that... Um thinking about it like his show is just that's what it entails he's an R&B singer as well like they're a bit flirty you know they like to you know put on a show and he has a segment in the show as we've seen over the last couple of weeks he will sing to a particular woman um, mm-hmm. in the crowd and often it seems to be celebrities who have um, obviously bought tickets to go to the show so I saw him singing at Quavo's girlfriend who was singing to Sweetie the other day so it's not like just Kiki that has been getting it but obviously like now it's a thing at his shows because obviously there's all the controversy but I don't know, man. It doesn't take an insecure man to like to just understand that it's not that deep. Like she's not having sex with Usher. Usher has a girlfriend slash wife, I believe. It's not. I think he's married. So you know, he's... yeah, it's just part of the show. Like just, yeah. let, it, just not, let it go. It's not that deep, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. In other news, Ariana Grande, who has been married for a few years to a person called Dalton Gomez, is apparently separating from him, and they're apparently moving towards divorce. And um, just as we started recording this, I saw that it's. Uh, officially confirmed that they're getting divorced. Well, that's unfortunate news, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's been two... I think they were married for two years. Yeah. Like I remember when they first got married and everyone was like... Was, everyone was like, oh my God, it's, it's too soon. Because I think it was... They, they, weren't, they weren't dating for that long or no. whatever. As we know, though, Arena's had a very tumultuous relationship. Like, um, all her relationships have been, like, really tumultuous. So it's kind of sad to see that another one's kind of f- failed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not nice. Divorce is not nice, but hopefully she's like doing okay and stuff. Um, yeah, I hope so too. But then at the same time, I'm just like, I think her next situation, because I know that she's not going to be like single forever. She should really just take the time to really just get to know the person, 
and yeah, don't rush. Yeah, I don't think like she does herself any justice by just jumping into relationships and then kind of like moving full speed. I think you need to take time to really just take to get to know people. In like the last five six years, she's dated what Big Sean. She's dated Pete. Pete, what's his name? Pete. Something. Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. She may he's all rest in peace. She dated Mac Miller. Um, mm-hmm. This guy now. That's four men that you have dated in the past. How many? Like I know it's a lot. It feels like a lot to me. Not to like slut shame any for anything. But I just feel like she's jumping from relationship to relationship. And I think sometimes you just take the time to kind of heal, get to know yourself, and really enjoy your own company as well. And if someone comes around, then yeah, cool, like, fine, you know. But, like, don't just jump into marriage, like, with them after knowing them for six months. Like, sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. And in this case, it hasn't worked for her. So I just want her to heal and just focus on herself and loving herself and loving herself being single. I think um, definitely in the celebrity dating world, things are accelerated for some reason. Like, they, yeah. they seem to just move so quickly. Because you always hear about celebrities, like, dating, and then, like, next thing you know, they've got, they're married or mm-hmm. engaged. I'm just like, calm down. Like, in the in the real world, that really doesn't happen yeah. as much. Obviously, people do move quick, but I feel like celebrities just move quicker for some mm-hmm. reason. I don't know what it is. So, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, after this one, she's take her time. You know, just work on her music, put in her music. Because um, she's been from, gone for music for a while now. Yeah. And I mi- I miss her. I'm waiting for her to come back. I need another album. I'm ready for her to give us her, her butterfly era, to be honest with you. I'm, literally... I'm ready for a pure R&B Ariana. That's what I want. But then people... So, Positions, the album, was kind of R&B-esque-led. It was pretty much heavily on R&B, and people didn't really like it. Yeah, I didn't get really vibes of it, like, because I just don't know, like, what... I think I need it to be more... I don't know. Like, I just want to... I can just see her doing, like, a Mariah Carey-ish album. And I want yeah. it to be like that more. So I want her to be singing, like, on ballads and, like, proper, like, pop R&B. Like, not just talk rapping and stuff. I don't really, like, consider that R&B. It's like new age R&B, like, 2000s on yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I got, get what you mean. Um, I think the closest that like pop R&B she got was Thank You Next album that was a really good album yeah I really enjoyed so, um, that album actually yeah that's what that's my favourite Ariana Grande album we should do a Ariana ranking at some point that would be interesting because like good. I haven't listened to her deep like first I've listened to most of that album and positions I've listened to all of I haven't listened to yours truly and I think you would be um, surprised at some of her first albums I think you would like a few songs yeah I liked the one that had um What's the song that huh, I'm saying? That album, I liked that album a lot as well. Oh, Dangerous Woman. Yes, 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 yes. So, that was a good album too, yeah. So yeah, so basically, you haven't really listened to the Yours Truly and My Everything. Yeah, basically, so like the, those are like the first come like the first album, not the first albums, but the, some of the early ones, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll that'll be a one of our rankings one day. Um, and actually, she's only got like four albums, so it'll be easy. <laughs> you like a short ranking, though, yeah. Though. Okay, moving on, we have our girl Victoria Monet. She shared a track list to track list to her Jaguar Two album. She's gonna release um soon, and I'm just gonna pull up the track list now. So we have number one, Smoke featuring Lucky Day. Then we have two, Smoke, uh, reprise. Then we have Party Girls featuring Bougie Banton. All right, uh, produced by Kate Janada, Cadillac, um, a pimp's anthem. What the hell? <laughs> There we have How Does It Make You Feel and then On oh, My Mama. I'm glad she put that on the album. Yeah. Um I'm the one, Stop, and then Hollywood featuring Earth, Wind and Fire, which is a weird um 
collaboration and then we have goodbye mm. uh, did you listen to the first album jaguar mm. jaguar one Mm-mm. oh it's actually really good so and i think people are um because it has one of her best works so that's why people are looking forward to the second um uh rendition mm. what do you think about the um collaborations I'm intrigued to hear the lucky, lucky, lucky day. Why am I talking with an accent? Lucky <laughs> lucky day, lucky day song. Um, that's really interesting. And Patronada is an interesting producer because I feel like he makes everything very funky. Mm-hmm. So that will be interesting to hear. Um, I'm just intrigued to hear the album Deep Cuts. To to be honest, because I'm I'm trying to figure out what kind of artist Victoria Monet is. I don't really know. I just haven't listened to her that much. So um, yeah, she gives me like alternative or ariana if that makes sense so like yeah like r&b girl kind of they have similar um tones they when do. they sing so when she worked like, she was written music for ariana it? and I kind yeah of she did yeah see i can imagine her singing the song most of the time she produced and wrote basically most of the thank you next album yeah but you can hear her influence and in songs definitely you can definitely, definitely. definitely i agree it was in like most of the videos as well, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like best friends, which is yeah. kind of cute. I like that. If they got a good musical relationship and an actual friendship. Like, mm-hmm. And Ariana supports her. She's collaborated with her on Monopoly. So. On Monopoly. I like that song. Yeah. So I'm here for it, man. Why do I always forget when it's your turn? <laughs> Sorry, it's in my head. Man. Um, yes, sorry. Anyway, Tanasha announced her new mute single, Talk To Me Nice. Um, yep. You know, funny, <laughs> Victor, he said on Twitter the other day, in response to this, oh, great, more mosquito music. I said, what? <laughs> Wait, more what? I missed that. What did you say? He said more mosquito music in reference to Tanasha. Please. <laughs> I love him. He's so funny and shady. <laughs> hey, leave Tanasha alone. That's my girl. Oh, <laughs> I would not take any slander. I would not take any slander. Um, how are you feeling about Tanasha releasing new music? Oh, I'm excited for it. It's going to be out on Friday. So, and you know, mm. I really liked her last project. Um, you did, yeah. And I saw her on tour for that. So I'm really excited. I'm I'm interested to see what kind of route she goes down. Because she's kind of switched it up. Her last couple of albums, she's kind of gone down different routes and different genres and stuff. So it'll be interesting to see what she's going to do next. And I just mm. really hope that one day soon she gets the flowers she deserves because she's so hardworking, honestly like, yeah i would like her to um, also get the flowers she deserves i think that see i like the music she was making before but she doesn't sound i didn't sound like she enjoyed it so i enjoy songs like all hands on deck mm-hmm. uh, two on i like to play her like how many times super love um company i didn't like flame that much no drama faded love we so bad um, and then when we jump up to like songs recently and like bouncing and I like X and hit me up for a good time. Um, so like, I like R&B, Tanache. I don't really like the alternative stuff though. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, yeah, but you, you don't really like alternative R&B anyway, do you? So. Oh, no, I don't generally. I don't like Neo Soul and I don't like alternative R&B like too, when it's too, I don't know, just to call it techno, it's just a bit, it's not a bit of me. Can't lie. Yeah, I get that. Um. So let's, it'll be interesting to see if she goes back more so down the R&B route this time around. Yep. Um, next we have Beyonce and Alicia Keys were pictured at an event that Jay-Z, Jay-Z was being honoured at some event. Um, mm. I can't remember what it was called now. Um, I should have put it on there. Um, 
and I think it was really cute because obviously I think the whole <laughs> one of the sites that I got it from they were like oh can we finally get to put in a love song video <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, we're not getting it ever in our lives <laughs> As honestly though like that song was not good the song was not good it really wasn't but I, I don't know if you guys remember listening but back when that song came out or when it was on the album anyway the um, video was teased so much like and everyone was like hyped for it and everyone was like waiting for it and we even saw like um behind the scenes shots and like video stills and everything and it, all of a sudden it just like disappeared from the face of the earth <laughs> and we never, <laughs> and we never heard from it again so like to this day we're just like what happened to this damn video <laughs> Why did um, nobody ask Alicia Keys? I don't. Nobody really asked them about it. Like, you know what? If one day we were um, interviewed Alicia Keys, I'm asking her about it. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, we need to know because how the hell has they gone so long and no one? I don't. I mean, and I feel like if we had, um, if it had gone, sorry, if someone had asked her, it would have gone viral. So we would have seen it somewhere on some blog or something because that's kind of the question that I feel like everybody's wanting to know. Because back then, everyone was excited about the song and it sounded good then. Yeah. Man, anyway, now I'm listening. It's not good. It's not. It's not a good it's song. Because so I tried to listen to it, and I was like, "Oh wow, how do we even like that song?" <laughs> um, I think though, I think the video was filmed, but I don't think it was edited. Mm. So that's probably why it hasn't leaked or 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 like anything anywhere. Because if it's not edited, then because the only thing we got was the video stills. Yeah, like, the video actually looked so colorful and nice as well. Oh, like, I wish we got it. Material like Ankara, which was yeah. nice. So I was like, oh, okay. But yeah, as you said, we didn't get it. So Nice to see them together anyway. Yeah, they seem like they're quite actually friends. I've seen them, obviously. I feel like Swiss Beats and JD are friends, so they probably like have a lot, have had a lot of like couple time together, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, it's nice to see them together, as you said. I keep forgetting that it's me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, what's wrong with me? Oh, yeah. So, uh, Will I Am announced um, he's got a collaboration with Britney Spears coming out called Mind Your Business. I think it's dropping, like, if not very I think probably this Friday, if not. I think it might be Friday, yeah. Yeah, I think it's Friday. It was released on Friday. Um, and it's just so funny because obviously there was that whole controversy with Will I Am and um, Scream and Shout. Mm-hmm. She actually being Talisa singing mostly, which I had no idea was. So, in my head, I was like, Talisha must be shaking because it's going to give her PTSD. Of that. <laughs> Again, so, um, I don't. I'm not really like excited for the song because I do think I William is not my favorite producer in the world. I just don't really like his mm. style of music. I mean, mm. I like Scream and Shout at the time. Mm. Um, and if I hear this, if I hear Scream and Shout in the club now, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But mm. I'm not really. I'm more excited to just hear Britney Spears back on the scene. It's nice. It'd be nice to see her you know, back on the charts and stuff. Mm. So I'm more so excited about that rather than the actual song. So maybe I'll be pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. But honestly, Willam's music does not do anything for me, if I'm completely honest. Yeah. So. No, I feel you 100%. I agree as well. Like, sometimes, I think his solo music, I'm not really here for. I think I don't mind his production as long as it's somebody else. Like, I like Check It Out. And the songs that he did with Sierra's Evolution and then like Fergalicious and stuff like that. Yeah, he does do he some, yeah, sometimes he does have good songs to be fair. Yeah. Um, His solo stuff, no, 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 no. Oh my God, it's terrible. Absolutely terrible. No, no, no. I don't even have one Will I Am song on my phone by himself. No way. Sorry, Will. I don't I think mean, I do either. I can't even, even name one of his songs. Yeah, I think he's a good. Is he the one that had that song called I Got That Power? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> See? I that's that's uh, what we need to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then what about where you get your body from? I got it. Oh from. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you know, his his music is hella cheesy. Like you just saying it just now. I'm just like, oh my god, what is that? Oh my god, him and Fiera need to come and work together again because they would make some super cheesy songs together. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. But anyway, excited to hear it. Um, yeah, we'll see what it sounds like. It's seems like Friday party. is shaping up to be quite a big day for releases. Yeah, it seems like this Friday is quite popular. So I'm, I'm, I'd be intrigued to go to number one like in America or over here with these releases. I feel yeah. like if the song's decent, then Britney Spears um, and Will Am's got a good chance to be up there. Because mm. obviously, a lot of people are waiting for Britney Spears to come back. So that yeah, might. She's got a huge fan base. Yeah, so... she does, definitely. Mm. Um, uh, next, we have. Um, so, The Weeknd has nabbed his fifth consecutive album certification, which uh, which was platinum with his album Dawn FM. That was done by the RIAA. Um, mm. I still haven't listened to that album, but you liked that album, didn't you? I did listen to quite a few songs on it. There was a song with Lil Wayne that I used to like um, on there as well. I don't know. I feel like I forced myself to listen to it and I ended up liking some of the songs. Which is interesting. Did you know that he is the most... Was he the most, the most streamed artist in the world? Yeah. I think he's got like a hundred and something million listeners on Spotify, which is crazy. Yeah. He's got 106 million listeners, yeah. Yeah. Million. And then I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were like... They were talking about it and they were like... <laughs> Someone was like, "Oh, did you know the weekend's like the most streamed artist?" And the other person was like, "The weekend? Are you sure?" <laughs> I was like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> like, Are you sure? <laughs> I feel like someone like me, like I know that he's like, like he's always on the charts and stuff, but it's because I don't really like pay attention to him and I don't really listen to his music. So I'm just like, it's just crazy that I always forget how popular he actually is. Mm. But yeah, it must he must be because if he's the most streamed person. I'm. I've just never been a fan. I don't think I ever will be. <laughs> to yeah. be honest, you never really liked him, which is interesting. Because like, even what about like, did you like the hills and um? I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Yeah, but then it's one of those songs that were like so overplayed in the clubs that yeah. I'm just like, ugh, I can't stand it now. Maybe that's what put me off. Because there was a time where he first came out. Those kind of songs there, they were played literally everywhere. Like literally. Yeah. So maybe that maybe, put me off. Yeah, I agree. When he went mainstream with like that 2015 album. I think that's like when everybody was like, yeah, The Hills was my song, but I loved that song so much. I can't lie. And um, I liked his Starboy album. I actually listened to the whole thing, like, literally. I love fucking Starboy. Yeah, that had a couple of bangers, I can't lie. There's one song on there called Sidewalks that I used to love. Blah, 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 blah. Maybe one day I would try and force myself to listen to him. Not um, force yourself. Yes, force myself. <laughs> you know, Reese went to go and see him live the other week, last week. I, I think. Uh, Reese yeah. has been in concert back recently, hasn't he? Yeah, he loves he loves a concert. He, loves, he doesn't like, even like he doesn't even like the weekend, but he still went. <laughs> That's dedication, boy. Mm-mm. Literally, um, he's yeah, he's kind of like you to be fair. Like you love concerts as well. Me too, to be fair. But if I don't I like think, them, I don't know about paying for the concert. Probably. Yeah, for me, if I go to a concert, it has to be someone that I really like. Yeah. Like otherwise, I'm just I feel like I'm wasting my money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, people I don't listen to though. Like it was only one time I paid. Any other time I've been to a show and I haven't like liked the artists or known their music, it's because I've been someone's been like oh, do you want a comp kind of thing, in opposed to me yeah. myself. Yeah. By the way, I got tickets for Victoria Monet. Speaking about concerts, oh, you got them? Yay! Yeah, I think it's in November. Around my birthday yeah. time, actually. So yeah, so a couple of weeks before. I think like nine days before your birthday. I think that's what. Yeah. Are oh, you going to London? Oh, yeah, London, I'll go to okay, London. Yeah, that's on the 15th, I remember the date. Like, it's in my grave in my head for some reason, because I'm not yeah. going. But... Well, you should yeah. come. I mean... Uh, it's literally only, like, £30. You might as well. 
No, I need, wait, I need to tell the I need to tell the fans. So can you imagine Victoria Monet's tickets were thirty pounds, but then to get the VIP um package is 185. I was like, excuse me. How does that even make sense in terms of like marking up? Because that's like six times the price. I don't get I literally don't get how you can like raise the price that much. Yeah, that's because even Tanashi's tickets were like thirty and then we got the VIP which was eighty, which makes sense. Mm. But 185, can you imagine? It must include like different things or something. I don't know. Well, but, I think yeah. that you're able to kiss her when you're, um, you get a VIP package because otherwise, what's the point? We just got it, but I was like, I'm not getting I'm just going to get a normal ticket, please. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not paying that much money. I didn't, I've, it's basically what I paid for Beyonce. Yeah. Does it get out um, early entry or something? It must be something like that and then like a meet and greet and then maybe like a signed album or something. I don't know. Mm, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, and last on our list but not least, um, so Coyla Race um tweeted something. She mentioned herself or referred to herself as the queen of versatility in her generation. Um, and obviously a lot of people were, like responding to that, saying mm, no, no, no. I saw a lot of comments saying, "Oh, actually, that's Doja Cat," or "No, no, no, this person, that person." But I think as an artist, like you definitely should be confident in your ability. I personally wouldn't say that I look at Coyla and I'm like, "Oh yeah, she's so versatile." Oh yeah um at all but Mm-mm. i think that she has had a good run this time around in reinventing herself and trying to like do different things and yeah i don't know i feel like she's there's room for her in the industry she makes catchy music um and yeah i don't know what to say about her to be honest what did you think about the comment i mean it's definitely a bold comment um i don't think mm. there's anything wrong with being confident but i do think you kind of have to have something to back it up with mm. And like you said, I don't think that I can agree with her statement <laughs> just of, just as just as of yet because she's quite relatively new mm-hmm. still. So I think, yeah, I don't know. I get why people are mad that she said it, but I also can't fault her confidence. <laughs> yeah, literally. Because you know, rap... go ahead, friend. And I was just gonna say because I was just say confidence in the rap industry is something that makes you go far. So yeah, that's it. Um. But yeah, I think she's still got work to do to kind of make that statement be true. Yeah. I was literally going to say as a rapper, you got to talk to ish. So literally the same thing you said pretty much. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I feel like her recent album as well didn't sell that greatly. So like it sold um, like maybe 10k copies in the first week. So it charted at that number 102, um, which yeah. is worse than her first album that she released last year. So um, something was not translating in terms of her music. So the singles are doing all right. So Players was top 10. Um, but the albums are not selling as much, so it's a bit like what is not working, you know. Um, yeah, some artists are just some people are just singles artists anyway. So like Jason Derulo was a singles artist; his albums always sold terribly, but his songs would like go top ten often. So yeah, I don't know. You can't have it both ways sometimes, which is fine. No, you can't. They even happen to some of Rihanna's albums are the same. Yeah, a lot of people used so... to cut her because they were like, "Oh, you're number one, but you can't get another one album," kind of thing. Yeah, obviously she has like 15 number ones. Yeah, so, you know. Um, but yeah, that brings us to the end of our Hot Topics episode for you guys. I uh, hope you are well informed. So we're going to add our songs to the rated playlist, um, which is what we do every week. One new school song, one old school song. Um, and I'm going to add the new school song. I actually forgot what I was doing then. New school <laughs> song. And I'm going to add... Um, a song on Ara Star's album called Bridgerton. 
um that was my album of the week last week so I'm gonna add a song from that Knitting. oh my turn um i'm going to add I was going to add a Jennifer Lopez song, and then I thought, no, we were talking about The Weeknd just now, and I really remember that I, I loved his um, Starboy album. So I'm going to add The Weeknd, Sidewalks, featuring Kendrick Lamar, um, for me Starboy album. I really like that song around the time, and I still like it now, actually. So Let me go listen to that after, because I actually don't remember that's, what it sounds like. Any of the albums you listen to, that's the one I would suggest, because that was a good album. Um, everything else, I don't know about it, but yeah. cool so as always guys thank you for listening um we appreciate the support uh if you haven't already go and uh, listen back to our uh previous episodes we did a sierra um ranking last week and it was really good i uh, would love to know your thoughts on where you rank our albums also if you want to follow us we're on at the rated podcast on instagram and you can email us at the rated podcast one at gmail.com and you can find me at Oli Bade. And I'm at Carl CNN on Instagram. Yep. And you will, you know, we will speak to you at you next week. Yes, sir. Okay. See you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.